Welcome in to the Backcourt Podcast. Moses in the manger. Early gates and familiar faces. We ain't in the streets, still adjacent. Never lead the team, I'm like, dang Welcome into the Backcourt Podcast here on a Friday morning slash afternoon, depending on where you are. Really excited. We're about to be talking some NBA offseason, some NFL, a little baseball probably in there. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. How we doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, summer's in full swing now. Um, played a couple rounds of golf the past three weeks, and um, I'm living life, man. There you go. There you go. We just had, we have a thunderstorm over here right now, so if it gets loud, that's what yep. it is. Yeah, that's yeah. Tough. So uh, let's just let's get right into it and let's start with Damian Lillard, who um, last last podcast was about three weeks ago, and it was yeah, Dame time, Dame time, baby. And uh, about three weeks ago, we had the draft. Um, obviously, the Trailblazers got Scoot, who I think's gonna be a stud. I think he's gonna be really good in the NBA. And Damian Lillard, I think he wanted them to trade for another star player. Portland didn't do that. Damn, loyal to the soil. Demands a trade. Yeah, it's about time. Um, he's been loyal. I think it's funny. Like people on Twitter, TikTok are complaining that he's not being loyal. I feel like that's what he preached. But dude's been in the NBA a long time. Been with Portland, and they have not been very good. And despite all that, they haven't tried to upgrade around Dame and, you know, build a team. So I completely understand his frustration. I don't think it's a lack of loyalty. I think it's just about time that he moves on uh, to run his yeah. courts. So I'm excited to see where he goes. But it seems like he's really just wants to go to the Heat and that no other place is going to work for him, which is yeah. interesting. Um, but, yeah. So, so I, will, I will say I have a little bit of a problem with it. I usually don't have a problem when people demand trades or request trades. It bothers me sometimes, but I would get it. If Damon Miller didn't say anything in the past and he just demanded the trade, I'd be like, okay, I respect that. You want to go to a better team? Dame always preaches being loyal. He's criticized other players for leaving teams and trying to win championships. That's my only problem. I'm fine with him leaving, but I think his past comments a little hypocritical. I don't know, cause he he preaches loyalty, and like that's a that's a two way street. I think that the Blazers have shown no loyalty to him. They don't want to build around him. So I, yeah. I completely understand where he's coming from. I get that. That's a good rebuttal. Um, yeah, they don't. They're not a great team. Um, I think if he goes to Miami, gosh, I really hope he doesn't. As a Celtics fan, because that team's gonna be pretty filthy with Dame. Jimmy Butler, Bam, and whichever undrafted dudes they keep or pick up that are going to be stars somehow, like knowing Miami. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. It's definitely interesting. I have a little trade that I did the other day on the trade machine. Basically had the Bulls in the mix, the Heat, and the Trailblazers. I basically had Zach Levine. Um... I believe it was like Hami Hoskes, some picks, a couple other role guys to the Trailblazers, Tyler Hero, and some picks to the Bulls. 
and Miami getting Jimmy Butt or Miami getting Damian Lillard. And I think that would be an interesting trade because I think they need a third team. I don't think Tyler Hero and a couple picks are going to get it done. No, and I think that's was proposed earlier. I think that the, the Blazers don't really want anything to do with Hero or Duncan Robinson, which I completely understand because I think they're really good basketball players. But if you're the Trail Blazers, you do kind of need a star or at least a couple like really good players. So I think it will have to be a three-team deal or even like a four team. And there's going to be a lot of picks in there, a lot of futures, a lot of firsts. Yeah, I have a link. So too, I actually really like Portland's um, in terms of a rebuild. I love scoot. I think Shaden shark can be something pretty real. I think they should move on from, uh, I think you could get a lot for Anthony Simons though. I think he's a really good player, but I would move on from him because they have so many guards right now. I'd move him and Dame, get a little more wing depth, maybe a center. I think they could go after a guy like DeAndre Ayton, a young guy who does not have the greatest relationship with Phoenix, but has a lot of potential. Um, I really like what they're building there. Not going to lie. I could see a DeAndre Ayton on the move. I mean, the Suns need to clear up some cap space, I think if they want to be a legit contender because i mean they have four really good basketball players but that's kind of it there's nothing behind them so very interesting to see it hopefully the deal wraps up soon because i'm tired of just waiting same with you know some off-season stuff with the nfl kind of just waiting for people to land where they are going to land i don't like waiting yeah no i i definitely agree um Going back to Phoenix real quick, I will say I do like some of their moves. They brought in Eric Gordon on a pretty cheap mm-hmm. deal, actually. And while, while he's probably not in his prime anymore like he was in Houston, he's a really good player. Um, they got a couple of other role players that people were high on. Obviously, like they were minimum contracts, so who knows how much they're actually going to do. But um, definitely interesting. Um, we'll have to see. Hope Dame gets moved. Ideally, some other team in the West don't have to deal with them. <laughs> or the, yeah, I don't have to deal with them. Like I'm on the team. No, like hey, you are. So the Celtics don't have to deal with them. Um, yeah. But you ready to get into football? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Um, let's, you started off. Yeah. So first off, I just want to talk about some off-season stuff, and then we can we're gonna do a little segment. We did a uh, like season predictors. So. We don't have to go through every team per se, but we'll kind of go with the flow, see what it's like. Um, I just want to talk about some contract situations that kind of I had to keep in my mind when making, you know, my my picks. So like we have the Saquon Barkley thing where like he's not happy with his franchise tag. He wants more money and he said he's willing to sit out until he gets his money. So kind of had to take a little bit of that into account, had to take into account, you know, like Austin Eckler, even today, like voiced he's very unhappy with his pay. Uh, I don't think he's going to sit out, though, but, you know, and then D-Hop is really the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been between the Patriots and the um, Titans, but then all of a sudden there's Chiefs rumors getting thrown around and that he's waiting for the Chiefs to rebuttal because i think right now the titans have the big offer bigger offer so 
I, I, oh man, it was hard making this list. If he goes to Kansas City, it's going to be a long season for everybody else. Oh yeah, if they go ahead and that offense already bring in one of the best receivers in football, um, pair him with another one of the best receivers. I will say receiver in Travis Kelsey because mm-hmm. he's that good. He's a big target, great hands. He's quick for a tight end. Um, yeah, that would that would be I wouldn't be happy. Yeah, and I really I think, want him on the Patriots. Well, I would say this like in Kansas City. I think he would be – I think that would be a great fit for Kansas City. I know they don't really need, like, the big wide receiver one kind of guy, but I think he would be a better fit than Tyreek Hill was there because of they have Kadarius Toney um, and Isaiah Pacheco and Sky Moore, who are really quick off the ball. And then you could have D-Hop, who's kind of slower, but more – he has better hands. Then I yeah. think Tyreek. So I think he could be him and Kelsey and then, you know, the fast little guys around the corners and the edge of the zones would be scary. Yeah. No, I, I don't even want to think about that. I want D-Hop in New England, baby. Get it going there. D-Hop. Uh, Taekwon Thornton. Juju. Juju. Kendrick Bourne, baby. Bring the Super Bowl back. Foxborough. Just do it now. Uh, you're going to need a little more than D-Hop. Yeah, probably a little bit. We'll be really good, though, if we get them. So I love our defense. But yeah, You want to start with the AFC East? Yeah, we'll start with the AFC East. Um, So in my records, I believe this is the best division in football. Yeah, it's... it's Record-wise and talent-wise. Uh, yeah, I have... I didn't do this on purpose. But I have two teams tied for first in the division. Ooh. I have both the Bills and the Dolphins at 12 and 5. Okay. Intriguing. Yes. And then I have the Jets falling up at 10 and 6. And then the Patriots at 7 and 10. Oh, that's just. Uh, I think this is my thing with the Patriots. Okay. I want to get into this because I'm not biased with the Patriots as you are. Their first five games are going to be so hard. I think, because right now I have, I'm not picking based off like matchups or anything. I'm just doing like who I think is the better team and then some like lucky picks in there. Like, you have the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, and Saints. And the Jets and the Cowboys are road games. Yeah. I think, I think you go 0-5 in that stretch. Wait, wait, who are we playing? Okay, let me bring it up real quick. Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, Saints. Okay, we're coming out of that three and two, baby. See, I would like to, I would, I hope you do, but I think the start of your season is just really tough. Mm -hmm. I think you guys pick it up in the middle of the season. I think that'll be really important. Uh, But your back half is also kind of tough. Yeah, we do have a tough schedule. Your last, like starting week 15 on, you have Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, Jets. Yeah. So I think you guys are going to be better than what your record says, but you, you guys have a really tough schedule. Yeah. Okay. Let me rebuttal with this. My fourth <coughs> team in the AFC East is the New York Jets. I have them going nine and eight. Okay. And here's why. You said you say the Patriots' schedule is tough in the beginning. 
If you look through the Jets' first six games before their bye. I'm looking at it right now. Let me read it off. (laughs) We got them playing Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Kansas City, at Denver with the high altitude, and then home against the Philadelphia Eagles, debatably like the best team in the league. Like that. That's the first six weeks. I have them going three and three. I have them going three and three. I have them going one and five. One and five. I have them losing to Buffalo, losing to Dallas, losing to New England. It's a little bit of a bias pick, and obviously they have Aaron Rodgers now, but New England in the past, as we have seen, have played very well against the Jets, and maybe Rodgers will be the guy that can help turn that around, but eh, I I don't think so. I have them losing to Buffalo. I haven't beaten the Cowboys. Okay. I, I just feel like that's an Aaron Rodgers type thing to do. Yeah, and then I do have them beating the Patriots in Week Three, but I have the Patriots winning when the Patriots at a home Week Eighteen. Yeah, I want. That's the tough thing is like when they play divisional games, it's like, like oh they're better than them, but like you're not gonna sweep every team in your division, so it's like just one of those where it's like ah eh, you can go one and one. Oh yeah, no, it's it's so tough to pick NFL too, because the margin between teams, even bad teams and good teams, is so small sometimes. So. Like last year, like I think, yeah, the Chiefs were undefeated until they lost to the Colts. Yeah. Like no one picked the Colts to beat them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, then at number seven, or not number seven, sorry, number three, seven seed in the in the AFC, I had the Dolphins. And Jalen Ramsey have that high-powered offense. I have a lot of concerns about Tua and his health coming into this year, though. That's fair. Who is their that backup? Man. Is it still? Is it Jacoby? Oh, Percept? I don't... That's a good question. Ooh, cause I wanna... cause if it's him, I'd feel a little better. Because <laughs> I like Percept a lot. I do, too. I think he's really good. Um, That's not really good. But that's a backup. He's, he's a really good backup. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's. Let me check real quick. Mike White. Oh. Oh, he's good. He's decent. He's a good backup quarterback. If you if you're not scouting for Mike White, I think Mm. Teddy Bridgewater was a good backup last year for them Uh, when they played the Bengals and Tua got his concussion, his second concussion, I think technically, that season. Teddy played better than Tua was playing that game, just because yeah. he had more of a deep ball threat. But yeah, I mean, I think they'll be fine. Their offense is good. Tua, when he's healthy, is a really good quarterback. As much as people hate on him, he's a really good quarterback. The arm talent is probably, or the arm strength rather, is probably the problem. Although he's very accurate, kind of like great he- receivers. He reminds me of Drew Brees a little bit in terms of that. Yeah. Like, he's really like precise, a, but deep ball is kind of weak. Yeah. He's like a dollar general Drew Brees. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's my comparison. There we go. No, no disrespect um, on dollar general. No, I like dollar general. It's just, like, they're cheap. <laughs> and Tua is a less good version. I'm going to stop. I like dollar general. Sorry for the disrespect. Um. <laughs> So at number two, I have New England. I'm at 11 and six. I think we're gonna have a really good year this year, and I'm trying to temper my expectations a little bit because 
If I went all out, I would have him in the Super Bowl, which I don't. Spoiler alert. Um, but we're, we're going to bring in D-Hop. I really believe that. It hasn't happened yet, but if we can get him, mm-hmm. our defense, I think, is going to be the best defense in the NFL. I think we're that good. I don't think Bring he'll be the best. I think he'll be top five. But I think we're going to be really good. If if not the best, really, really good. Our secondary, bringing in one of the best cornerbacks in the draft. Um, our D-line is really good. Like, just all aspects. Kyle Duggar in the secondary, like, he's a beast. Linebackers are looking really good. Judon, one of the best defenders in the NFL, one of the best rushers. I love that. And then, obviously, we have Bill Belichick running the defense. And then we have Bill O'Brien coming in, someone that actually knows how to run an offense, unlike <laughs> someone. I will not mention his name. But, uh, yeah, Matt Patricia, I'm sorry. I, I I hate him too much, hate on him too much. But he's a good dude, just uh, not a good role for him last year. Mm-hmm. And the biggest concern on this team, and for me, is Mac Jones. Yeah, that's the Thanks. biggest question mark, for sure. If he can come out and be – he doesn't even have to be great. He has to be good. He has to be a solid that, quarterback for us. Um, I think <sighs> we could be a really, really solid team. I think that, if – Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, okay, so I think if he's a good quarterback for us, we're going to be a really good playoff team, a team that can win a game or two. The problem is – the next step, if he can be great or one of the best, which I don't know if he's capable of, then that could put us in serious contention. So that's why I don't have us quite that high in terms of a Super Bowl team, just because I have some doubts with Mac. Yeah, I would say it's kind of a weird comparison to make, but as you're going through that, uh, I have the Patriots and the Browns to me are in like a very similar boat. Because I think that the Browns need what you just said. I think they need Deshaun Watson to be good. I don't think he needs to be great. He just needs to be good. And uh, I was listening to the Mina Kimes podcast yesterday, actually. He's good. I like yeah. him a lot. She was talking about Deshaun Watson and like his splits and stuff in his career. Um, he's not very good when he's not playing in the Dome which is where he was in Houston. Yeah. So his, his splits aren't that great, but I think he just needs to be good. They have Nick Chubb. They have, you know, a new play caller. They have good weapons. They have a really good defense on paper. And yeah. it's just all about putting it all together. Yeah. Um, we'll see about the Browns. I'll tell you about them in a little bit when we get to the North. But uh, at number one, I have the Bills, the three-time reigning AFC East champions. Uh, um, obviously, the best quarterback in the division. Um, probably the best receiver in the division. Really good defense. Oh, wait. No, not a really good defense. My apologies. They have been a good defense in the past. Last year, I was a little underwhelmed. But Last offensively, year, they're really good. Half, their back half did not do great. Yeah, their back half is awful. Um, but I think their defense will improve this year. Um, I really like them. I like adding in a tight end in the draft and Dalton Kincaid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, they didn't really make that many like huge moves, but they're just really solid. Bringing back the core group, have good chemistry. 
I think they'll just be a really good football team again. Yeah, I kind of like them sitting at 12-5. and five. Um, mm-hmm. I don't – I think recency bias has a lot to do with this, but, like, they haven't really gotten over that hump yet of, like, winning the AFC championship. So that kind of makes it tough for me to, like, view them as a contender all the time. But they are still a really solid football team, and I think Josh Allen's going to be a lot better this year than he was last year. Yeah. So, I well, maybe not a lot better, but I think he'll be smarter with the football. Um, I think he said he was going to try to run less, which I think would be good for them, because that's where a lot of his, you know, turnovers happen. Man, when Josh Allen runs the football, especially against us, this is going to come off sounding bad. But I just want us to absolutely just, ugh, just crush that. That's man. like me playing Madden. Anytime Patrick Mahomes is like running, I'm like, oh my god, hit stick, and I miss him like five times because I'm so bad at I hit know. stick. <laughs> but I'm like, come on. Yeah. I know, man. That's the same with Josh Allen. And the thing with Josh Allen is, you can hit him, and sometimes he won't even go down. Yeah, he's just huge. <laughs> he's like. He's like Cam Newton. He reminds me of Cam Newton almost. Yeah. Just being I think he's a better huge. Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the East. Really good division. Want to head to the North? Yeah, we can head to the North. Um, this is I, – I hate playing in this division. My hometown Bengals. I, I do not like playing in the AOC North because the teams could be absolutely crap, and <laughs> you'll still split – division series with them just because of how physical it is in the AFC North. Yeah, but, you just beat the crap out of each other too. Dude, it's so bad. Like they're like, oh the Bengals are the duties team in the NFL. Like no it's the Steelers. I'm like, no, it's when any four of them are playing any four of them. Like it's so true. bad. Like they get it's very Midwest style football. But I Which have, is weird because the Midwest is supposed to be nice. Yeah, especially like kind and like ha 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 that's like I'm gonna kill you. And you're going to apologize. <laughs> yeah. Mason Rudolph, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, finishing last in the division, I have a record-breaking season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This will be their first losing season under Mike Tomlin. They'll yeah. finish 8-9, and nine, going 2-4 and four in the division. I just... They're a good football team, and I... I think Kenny Pickett is better than he what he gets credit for, but I think all around their schedule looks pretty tough. Um, so I, I don't I don't see him being great, but I think that going two and four in the division is going to really hurt them down the stretch. Yeah, here let's just let's go back and forth. So um, at number four for me, wait before I go to that. I have a quick comparison. Actually, it relates. I have okay. the Browns at number four. And who was the rookie for the Browns a couple of years ago? Oh, Baker Mayfield. He had a really good rookie season. Oh, wait, who else had a really good rookie season? Mac Jones. Second season, they both struggled. God. Is Mac Jones going to be like Baker Mayfield? Is their career so far really aligned? I hope not. Yeah. Even though I like Baker. Baker won a playoff game. He did, man. Yeah. Baker is kind of underrated, honestly. Like I don't think I thought he was really good. Inconsistent I, at times. But. He's a goofball. That's what I'll say. 
Yeah. Colin Coward really hated them. What's your – what do you have the – what's your uh, uh, Browns record? I'm at – okay. <laughs> the North is really – it's, it's tough. Tricky. And I don't even want to do this because I don't think they're that bad. I'm at 5-12. and 12. I mean, that's, that is kind of a Browns thing to happen. Like, they have all this talent, and, like, all it takes is Deshaun Watson not playing well or getting injured to kind of, you know, derail it. Um, I mean, maybe the defense isn't all it's cracked up to be. Maybe something happens. It's like, hey, this, these guys just aren't that good. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule now. I mean, it's not an easy schedule. It's no. not. I mean... About middle of the season, they have Jacksonville, Rams, Broncos. So, I mean, I could see it happening. I I have them personally at ten and seven. Mm-hmm. I think they're I think they're going to be pretty good this season. I think they will miss the playoffs though. Yeah. So who do you have at three? I assume the Browns. Browns, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have the Steelers at also okay also five and twelve. <laughs> it it's tough though. Like I had to I, have a couple teams that were like actually pretty solid on paper and have mm-hmm. a pretty good track record having a bad record. And that was yeah. that was the Browns and the Steelers. Um, yeah. I I think where it comes for me is like I am kind of biased in the AFC North and like I've watched so many AFC North games that maybe I just think they're better than they are. Kind of like you in the AFC East, it's just one of those where like you're exposed to more yeah, so, like, and I, I don't even blame you because they have been good in the past. That's been one of the better divisions. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just one of those things. Like I had, have, I had to have a couple of teams that were a little underwhelming, and I have the Steelers and the Browns. Yep. Who do you have at two? Two, I have the Baltimore Ravens at eleven mm-hmm. and six. Okay. Um, elaborate a little bit. Yeah. Um. I think they start off the season really hot. Uh, the beginning of their season's not very hard. They start no. off with Houston, then they play at Cincinnati. I think that's where they lose. Cincinnati's really good at home against the Ravens. Um, yeah. They play the Colts, the Browns, Steelers, Titans. Then you get to like the Lions, who are iffy. So their their schedule's pretty tough on the back end. And the mm-hmm. front end, not the front end, the back end, and a little bit in the middle. So I think they get hot, and then we see this thing where, like, Lamar, you know, around week 12, does he go down with an injury? Does he kind of taper off? Because, I mean, you see that in his healthy seasons, towards the end of the season, he kind of just drops off, starts turning the ball over a little more, less efficient passing the game. Uh, defenses can game plan for him, so... <laughs> I, yeah. I see that being a problem, but overall, I think they finish um, 11 and six and get into the playoffs. Yeah. So at number two for me, unlike the bottom like half of this division, I love the top two teams here, mm-hmm. and I have the Bengals at two. I hate to okay. say it, but I love these two teams. It was definitely hard to pick. I have them at 11 and six. Joe Burrow. Second best quarterback, second best player in the league, in my opinion. Amazing offense, really good defense, adding an offense alignment to a team that really needed a little help up front. I I really like this team. Mm-hmm. I do. And I just 
like the other team a little bit better. What what record do you have the Ravens at? I have the Ravens at 13 and 4. I really like this team this year. Like really mm-hmm. like them. I I'm not that big on Lamar. I'm not big on I mean he obviously is a great quarterback, but I think he puts the ball in jeopardy a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not huge on OBJ. Uh, Zay Flowers will be an interesting experiment, but we'll see how that goes. There's really good defense in the AFC North, so that's kind of yeah. where I went with that. Um, I I think the Bengals are just what. Um, I'll just say real quick. I am a huge Lamar fan, and with these prediction things, sometimes I get a little ahead of myself. I like. I like to pick teams do very well when I like the players. Yeah. I really like the team. But I believe in Lamar. I think he's going to have a really good season this year. That's fair. That's fair. All um, right. Go ahead Go ahead with your number one. Yeah. My number one is the Bengals at 14-3. and three. There's a lot of games in here. Woo! Yeah. I think I think they can. They don't start out slow. I think they, yeah. they saw how that started last year um, mm-hmm. in the beginning of their schedule. Other than divisional opponents is favorable, and that there's there's a lot of toss up games like week six the the Seahawks like we'll see how good the Seahawks are this year. I think they have a chance to be really good. Um, the Bills, the Niners, the Chiefs, those kind of games you're like you would assume they win one or two. I have them losing to the Niners personally, yeah. But I do have them beating the Bills and the Chiefs just because I I'm not gonna pick the other teams because I don't want to. Um, but yeah, it, it can go either way. I could see him at 14 and three, or I could see him at, you know, 12 and five. Those are like the two I'm kind of leaning between, but I have a number one. I love this team. Their offense got better. Their defense, I think it got a little worse, but I think Lou will have a solution to the young guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's the top two teams in that division are really good. I love what Baltimore did with getting a little receiver help. Um, I just I pray Lamar stays healthy. I hope they um, not like load manage, but yeah, a little load manage him. Like maybe yeah. if he's hurting a little bit, give him a random like game against the Texans off. Like or I would say yeah, like along those maybe not like sitting him out, but like. Like week eight, they play the Cardinals. If Kyler Murray is not back by then, mm-hmm. he he can be out there, but don't have like quarterback designed runs, things like that. Like the easier games, kind of let him take it easy, find his groove in the pocket, and then yeah, you know as the season goes on, he'll probably look better if he can get those reps. Yeah. Also, obviously, what makes him such a great player is his running. But in in this is gonna sound wrong but in non-high state games like really try to like just stay in the pocket and pass. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's obvious it's hard to win in the nfl but try to save your legs a little bit for the end of the season maybe give them a couple of games off um i'm a really big fan of lamar and i'm definitely rooting for him this year yeah i will also say along with that uh, his legs and everything the ravens i think are the one team in the entire nfl that can lose their starting... Okay, maybe not the Niners, because they lost how many quarterbacks. But, like, 
Lamar can go down and their offense can pick up without missing a beat because of how good their offensive line, their defense, and their run game is. Yeah. Like, we saw it last year. Like, Tyler Huntley came in at the end of the season. He's not a bad quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's, uh, he's solid. He's good. Yeah. But, like, and he, like, fits exactly, like, what Lamar does. But, mm-hmm. like, you couldn't really, except for, like, explosive plays and such. Like, he's not... That team is so good at running the ball down your throat. The defense is really good. Even saw it in the AFC North playoff game when they played the Bengals. Like, they're a solid football team, even without Lamar Jackson. So I think keeping them healthy is going to be that key to, like, get over that hump. But, like, people need to understand, like, that team is built to win. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Harbaugh is a great coach. Want to do – I think we should do AFC South, just like pick our winners, because this yep, is such I'm not a trash going, division. I'm not talking about the AFC South. No. Yeah, I have I, the Jaguars. I have the Jags at 12 and 5. Yeah, I have them at, I believe it's 10 and 7. Mm-hmm. I have them coming out. Love Lawrence. Love what they're doing there. I think they're building a good team. I do too. All right, now to the West. Oh, God. Chiefs are going to win it. They When's the last time they didn't? Yeah. yeah, I agree. The Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. Um, have you watched the Netflix series yet, the quarterback series? I have not. I have not started it yet. I started that. Not going to lie, like, I already liked Pat Mahomes a lot. Like, I know he's kind of your rival, but he's, mm-hmm. like, so likable. He's such a normal dude. Um, And he's just unbelievable at football. Yeah. I think he's a great guy, too. It's just I don't like playing against him. It's really annoying. No, I get it. It's You always hate the dudes that are really good and just beat your team. Like, I hate uh, – I used to hate LeBron James. Now I have a ton of respect for him. Because yeah. he's, he's the GOAT. I, I've decided he's the GOAT. Okay. All right. Let's get back to football here. <laughs> um, yeah, so – I have the Chiefs. I have the Chargers at eleven six. Broncos in third place, seven to ten. And then like the big stinker in the AFC. I have the Raiders at four and thirteen. Oh, interesting. So I have the Chiefs at thirteen and four. That's what I have. I have the Broncos. Uh, I have the Broncos improving a bit with Sean Payton and a great defense. I think Russ is going to have a better season. I have them at nine and eight. I have the Raiders at eight and nine, and I have the Chargers at seven and ten. I just don't explain. Trust the no, explain the Chargers one to me, please. I just don't. I don't trust them at all. I don't trust the Chargers. You won't trust I, the Chargers. I. It's just a gut feeling. Like Herbert is talked about, like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think he's really good. I just, I don't think he's elite, and obviously they they fired their coach, right? No, they fired their offensive coordinator. Bro, they didn't fire their coach. That makes no. me feel even worse. They still have Staley, but their offensive oh, coordinator is now Kellen Moore. Yeah, I, I just don't. On paper, they should be one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. And at some point, I've just got to be like, you know what? I haven't seen it. I'm not falling for it this year. I think they'll be a decent team. I just, this this division's good. This division's really good with the Chiefs up top. Mm-hmm. And even the worst teams, like you say, the Raiders, the Broncos, they're still really good. Like, they have yeah. a lot of talent. And I agree. 
I just I'd pick one, and I don't know. I just haven't seen it from the Chargers. That's fair. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. There, you see glimpses of it of mm-hmm. Herbert and like how good that offense could be, but then it kind of just goes away. Like we saw it last year in the uh, wild card round, you were up like twenty-seven nothing near the end of the first half, and then you lost. Like, yep. you want to put that on the defense? Yeah, I understand that, but like couldn't score more points in the second half so yeah so i have them as the worst team want to go over to the nfc east let's do it you can start off all right nfc east at number at number nine no not number nine so on, on this website it shows like the teams and the conference ranking oh so i keep reading that at number okay. four in the division I have the Washington Commanders. I think they're a good football team, not a great, not a bad team. It's kind of mediocre. Yeah, I I have them last as well. And it's one of those where, like, I like the team. I like what they're doing. But week after week, it's like, okay, they're not going to beat them. They're not going to beat yep. them. So I have them down there as well. Yep. Um, at number three, I have the Cowboys at nine and eight. Um, I have Giants. Little, yeah, a little bit of a hot take. Um, I have I have them at nine and eight. They're a really good regular season team, typically. Um, the last couple of years, but I don't know. I just like I like the Giants a little more. I like their coach. I like what they did last year. Obviously, I hope Daniel Jones doesn't uh, settle here and like relax after getting the big contract. He was really good last year, mm-hmm. and so I just have them at three. Um, on paper, really good team. I think they will be a good team, just not quite as good as a lot of people expect. Yeah, um, I have the Giants at three, and mine's, I think, Daniel Jones will take a step back, mm-hmm. uh, what he did last year. Uh, I think Saquon's unhappy. We'll see if he gets his deal done. Maybe the first couple of weeks he doesn't play. I highly doubt that that would happen. It could. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't think, I'm not sold on the Giants. Um, so yeah, I have them at the third spot in that division. Gotcha. Okay. So I have the Giants at two. Um, I love their defense. Love the coach. I think he's pretty solid there. Young coach. Uh, Dayball. He's really good. Uh, receivers, a little bit of question marks at receivers, but they did bring in Darren Waller, who I really like at tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like him. I think they're a good team. I think they're right on the Cowboys level. Um. Yeah, I don't think they're great, but I think they're gonna make playoffs. All right, and at number two, I have the Cowboys. Um, I think they're a really good football team in the regular season. Uh, schedule is not too daunting. Um, it is kind of tough though. I yeah. I think they're good. I think Dak will play better this season, but at the end of the day, they won't get. It. I don't think they'll get it done in the playoffs. Because that's just how the Cowboys roll, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously our number ones are going to be the same with the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm really high on Jalen Hurts. I think he's got a really good core around him. So yeah, and I found out last night that DeAndre Swift is their running back. So DeAndre Swift yeah, from the yeah. University of Georgia. Last night it was like 2 a.m. 
and like for some reason I was like, who the heck does DeAndre Swift play for now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, because Miles Sanders is gone. Jamal Williams, okay, he left. Wait, no, did he stay? It's like, um, Jamal Williams, and then, I think he left because they got Jamar yeah. Gibbs in the draft. Yeah, so I'm like, where are all these people going? And I'm like, oh, DeAndre Swift, where's he at? And oh, he's on the Eagles. I think it's a good fit for him. I just think they're the best team in this division. Uh, Jalen Hurts, really good. A.J. Brown, really good. Devontae Smith, really good. That defense, amazing. Jason Kelsey, awesome. So, Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. 14-3. Made the Super Bowl uh, last same. year. I had them at 14-3. Yeah, 14-3. And I feel like that might even be a little low. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, they're just really good. Added some of the best players in the draft. They had Nolan Smith at like 30 in the draft. That man is like insanely athletic. Yeah. I, I think he ran like a sub 4 4 40, and he's like a linebacker. They're going to be good. Their defense they're, is scary. Yeah. And They're going to be really good. Yeah. I guess we can go to the West now. Yeah, we can do that. My last place team is the Arizona Cardinals, finishing 3 and 14 again. Yep. Huge part of that is thinking about how long Kyler Murray is going to be out with his injury. He's got hurt pretty late last season. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, I think he's probably out to like week eight, week 10. And like my predictions. So I just don't think they're going to do it very well. They don't, they lost D hop. So. Yeah. Um, I agree. I have them at two and 15. They really just yeah. like suck. Like find like point to a good thing on that team. Um, um is Hollywood Brown still there? He might He's be good. He's pretty good. Like I just I'm not sold on them as a team, so Yeah, I agree. At number three I have the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have my mm-hmm. nine and eight. Mm. I really like this team. Really like them, but I just think the team above them gonna have a little bit of a bounce back here. Uh, I love their draft. I love how they're just like acquiring all these young talents. Geno Smith, big fan of him. I really like how he plays the game, and he got his paycheck paycheck over the summer, which I'm really happy for him. Um, yeah, I just yeah. Go ahead with your three. I have the Seahawks as well nice. in my number three spot. I have Specs. them at eight and nine. Ooh, um, okay. I just think – I think Gino's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a long-term solution. Yeah. Uh, I do really like how they drafted. Um, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to have a great season, especially being that slot player and having Tyler Lockett and DK to learn from. Mm-hmm. But you know, they have a tough schedule, and I think that – they just finished third in this division, and they just missed out on the playoffs. I have them as that eight seed. Yeah. Yeah, I have them on eight as well. Very nice. Very nice. And number two, I have the LA Rams. I think it's going to be a bit of a bounce back here. I have, them at nine, I have them at nine and eight as well. They just have the tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> I just think they're going to be good. Um. <laughs> There's a picture of Lionel Messi at Publix in Miami. I saw that. That's, That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. And he's got just like a ton of cereal. 
What a guy. That's that's funny. Um, yeah, I just think on paper they're really good. They lost Ramsey, but still a lot of good players. Cooper Cup, he's my he's like one of my favorite players in the NFL. He's so good, like one of the best receivers out there. If he stays healthy, he's gonna have a great year. Mm-hmm. I think Stafford will have a really good bounce back here. Um, I don't think they're quite contender level, but I think they're definitely fringe playoff. And it's definitely not as bad as they were last year. Um, so you had them at 9-8, and eight, tied with the Seahawks, but they have a tiebreaker. Yeah. I have the Rams at 8-9, and nine, tied with the Seahawks, winning a tiebreaker. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, um, there's ramblings going on that maybe they trade Aaron Donald, depending on how the season goes before the deadline. Yeah. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be in playoff contention, obviously. Um, I... The way I speak about them does not really reflect the record. I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year because they will be healthy. I think Stafford, I think he's still a really good quarterback. Cooper Cup, obviously, a game changer. And uh, Sean McVay is one of the best minds in football right now. So I, I think they figure it out, and I think they, they make the playoffs and go from there. Yeah. Indeed. So I have a number two in the conference, number one in the division, the San Francisco 49ers at 12-5. and five. All around, it's them and the Eagles in the NFC. I don't really see any other team really making any noise. Um, defense is immaculate. Offense is exceptional. Um, I just uh, hope Brock Purdy can stay healthy, and if not, they have Trey Lance, who haven't seen a lot of him, but I think with this team... You just got to be decent, and your team's going to do pretty well. Yeah, um, I have the Niners also up there. I have the number one in the conference at fourteen and three. Nice. I just think I just think Shanahan's offense is so complex yet so simple at the same time. Uh, I don't I don't care who you have back there at quarterback, whether it's Purdy, Lance, or Sam Darnold. I think they'll they'll be just fine. I think their defense is. Phenomenal. I think they got better at defense, actually. Um, I think they added one of the Eagles D linemen. But I think they're I think they'll be fantastic. Um, yeah, so I I don't know who can really stop them in, in the NFC. Yeah. I think that's between them and the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. I really like them too. They're a fun team to root for. Um, want to head on to the North? Yep, we can do that. I won't spend too much time on the North, though. I don't have too many okay. points. Um, right. so let's go with let's go with four and three. I have at four the Bears. They're still pretty bad. I like what they did in the off season, though. Getting DJ Moore, moving back in the draft. I think Fields could be really good, but definitely. Pretty far away from the playoffs, in my opinion. Yep. I have it for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, mm. As you said, bad. I think they'll be very bad. Oh, I'm not big on them. Three. The, uh, what's his name? Caleb, no. Jordan Love, not big on him. Uh, mm-hmm. Receiving core needs a little work done. And if they can stick to, like, a run-first offense, they could be better than fourth. But yeah. at the end of the day, I just think it's kind of a tough division. 
uh, and they they miss Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. At number three, I had the Vikings. I think they're going to take a huge step down, and this was the surprise <laughs> team I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go six and eleven. Okay. I'm just I'm not feeling the vibes. Like there's energy from these teams that I feel when I pick them. And the vibes were just really bad. They were off at the Vikings. That's fair. I mean, at three, I have the Bears. At six and 11, uh, I think they'll still be bad. But six wins, hey, that's more than you had last season. So, yeah. I think we'll see glimpses of them. I think they'll, like, upset some big teams at some point. But Justin Mm -hmm. Fields, I think, needs a little more help on the offensive line and receiving room. Um I think he'll progress. I think he'll look better in the pocket. But overall, I just don't think they're that great. And then, two, I have the Vikings. I think they regress as well. Not as much as you have them regressing. I have them at 9-8. and eight. Uh, It'll be very interesting to see how to deal with uh, Dalvin Cook's departure, Adam Thielen's departure, because yeah. now you got to kind of find out. Because there's a lot of games last year, I don't know if you remember, where... Justin Jefferson didn't look as a viable wide receiver one option just because of their double, triple covering him. And mm-hmm. Kirk had nowhere to go with the ball. So I think they'll have to adjust and figure that out quick before their season goes downhill. Kirko chains, baby. Which is another reason why, hey, if you're still listening, fantasy football, I don't know if Justin Jefferson is round one pick one this season because of Ooh. that. I think their offense kind of goes down and I think he'll be really good, but I don't think he'll be as consistent. I think uh, Travis Kelsey should be 1-1. I think he's just that good and better than anyone in the tight end pool. That's true. By far. Um, but let's get, let's get back to it here. At number... Oh, actually, Vikings, real quick. Um, I really like their backup running back, Alexander Madison. Madison. Mm-hmm. I'm not really concerned with the offense. I think they're going to be a solid offense, even really good offense. Just the defense. I just don't think the defense has it. Like, I think they're going to get just – they're going to put up points whoever plays them, I feel like. And that's they, gonna they, be could, they could be like one of those teams that's like top five offense, but like bottom five defense, and it just yeah. kind of falls apart. Right, that's what I think is going to happen. And at number 10 – Defense that I actually really like. I think they have a really good defense in Green Bay. I think the offense will be decent. No, actually, I shouldn't say decent. I think they'll be a little bit more on the bad side. <laughs> Not necessarily be, because of Jordan Love. I think he'll be fine. I just don't think they have weapons. They're going to... I just think they're going to struggle offensively. And overall, they're just not a great team. Not an awful team. But also not a good team. So, 7 and 10. I'll bet. And then our number ones, the Detroit Lions. Mmm. 12 and 5. <laughs> I, I love the realized until now. I'm like, oh my god, they won the division. Um, their schedule doesn't look that hard. Yeah. I think that's a big bonus for them. I mean, you have your divisional opponents, which I guess can be tough. But, like, in recent years, the division's been much better. Mm-hmm. But then their non-divisional games, not that difficult. So, Yeah, I mean, man, you know who I love? I love myself some Jared Goff. 
Jared Goff. I think he's so underrated. I think he's a really good quarterback. I do too. And people are like, nah, he's you can manage with him. He's okay. Nah, man. Jared Goff is that dude. I love him. He's a really good quarterback. Um, I think he's really good. I think the and system that he's in is really favorable for him. I think he's like borderline, obviously not top five, but I think he's like borderline top ten. Okay, yeah. let's let's go through a little exercise. Jared Goff or Dak Prescott? I'd probably take Dak. Give me that Goff. Give me Jared. Jared from State Farm. Or wait, no, that's Jake. Never mind. Um, <laughs> give me Jared. Jared Goff or Tua Tagovailoa? I take Jared. I take Jared. Jared Goff or Daniel Jones? Jared. Jared. Exactly. Jared Goff or Matthew Stafford? Ooh. I think I think they're on the same level. I, I said give me Goff. I love Stafford, but I'm a little nervous about the hands. He's getting older. Actually, I think I love Detroit's trade. That was I love nice both trade. sides. I, I think that was a win-win for both teams. An immediate win for the Rams. but Yeah, Rams won the Super Bowl. <laughs> The Lions have been much better. They've gotten a lot more help around Goff, and Goff has been really, really solid. So, definitely happy for him. Yeah, I we'll see how it goes with, you know, not having Madison for the first couple games, and also losing DJ Chark. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I think it'll be okay. Yeah, and let's let's just hit on the South real quick. Here's my order. I have Carolina at four, Bucks at three. Saints at two. And at number one, I have the Falcons at eight and nine. Mm, I <laughs> it's a little different. Um in fourth I have the Falcons. Uh third I have the Bucks. Second I have the Panthers. And the Panthers I have at six and eleven. Bucks at four and thirteen. And the Falcons at three and fourteen. And the New Orleans Saints. This is my sleeper pick of the NFC. I think they'll go 13-4. and four. I think they are a very good team. I think Michael Thomas will play more than four games this season. I think Chris Olave will be really good. Um, Derek Carr, I think, is just what they need. Alvin Kamara, really good running back. Their defense is always solid. I think they're a sleeper pick. I think they're going to be really good this season. I forgot about them adding Derek Carr, honestly. Yeah, they're going to be a solid team, and their schedule is not hard. I think that's a good pickup for sure. I let, think... me read you, let me read you their schedule. Yeah. Okay. Titans, Panthers, Packers, Bucks, Patriots, Texans, Jags, Colts. They're going to lose to the Patriots. Go ahead. Colts, <laughs> Bears, Vikings, Falcons, wow. Lions, Panthers, Giants, Rams, Bucks, Falcons. That's an awful schedule. Let me see why I had them that low. <laughs> like, I mean, forgetting Derek Carr as our quarterback could be a huge thing. Like, I think he's – and I think Taysom Hill now can actually play his, you know, wild card position, not to throw the ball a ton. And then uh, yeah. Johnson, they're tight end. I think he'll be a solid option. I think they're going to be really good this season. Yeah. And, I think – so looking at my uh, season predictors, I just had them – I had them one on eight on the road. I just had them struggling away from home. 
Um, I have eight. You have them what? Oh, no. You froze. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's wait for Caden to reconnect here. Oh, no. Anyways, I have the Saints going 1-8 because... On the road, rather, just because I think they're a lot more comfortable at home in the stadium. They do have a couple tough road games. As much as I said, the Vikings are going to fall off. They're still a pretty solid team on paper. Um, I like the Packers a little more than most. I actually like the Colts this year. Um, Rams, they have on the road. Overall, the schedule is awful. But I just don't think the Saints are all that great, in my opinion. And I just like the Falcons a lot. Not going to lie. I really like the Falcons. So. What happened? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. I like, it like kicked me off the app. Yeah. You just froze. <laughs> huh. Weird. So anyways, keep going with your uh, take. Yeah. I think they're going to be really good um, away. I had them at eight and one, like I was saying. Um, this is the thing though. Based on my like whole thing with all the every other team um they're they're gonna play 14 games against teams with a losing record yeah and three against teams with a winning record i think that is by far the reason they do so well and mm-hmm. the poopy division i'm five more in the division yeah um man yeah, they, they have a pretty bad schedule. Everyone in the north for the or everyone in the south has a pretty bad schedule. That's mm-hmm. maybe my reasoning for not picking them. I, could, I mean, I, that's fair. I just, I don't know. I like really like the Falcons, and maybe it's just because I'm really intrigued by their team this year. B. John at number eight is pretty wild to me. And he's been but taking think, reps at wide receiver. Yeah, but I think he's going to be really good. And I think this team's just going to run, run, run the football. I mean, with Desmond Ritter back there, you might have to. Desmond Ritter back there. They have the guy, uh, what's his name? Alligator. Cordero Patterson? from last year. Oh, no. It's uh, like Tyree. Oh, Alagier. 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 He's really good. Um, I don't know. Is their defense good? I'm not going to lie. Okay. I don't really know. I think they're, when they're, they're healthy, they got Jesse Bates at safety. Yeah. I mean, the defense could be – might be a little up in the air. But I think their offense is going to be really good. I think they're going to kind of zag and run the heck out of the football, which is what they did last year. I think they're going to continue to do that at a higher clip, at a higher efficiency level. And, you know, everyone just sucks in this division, if I'm being real. So I just just like like the Falcons out of all of them. I can see the Saints being good, but Mm -hmm. I'm just – I don't know. I don't totally buy it. I think I think they're gonna. I think the Saints will be good. I don't know if they'll be great. You know, the, the record's thirteen and four. I don't think yeah. they'll they'll be that good. I think that they're. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said earlier, their opponents, like this division, like Falcons. I don't. What are you gonna do with your quarterback? I don't know. Big question mark. Bucks. Yeah. We don't even know who's starting. Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield, and then the Panthers. I mean, it sounds like. Sounds like Bryce is starting, but could be yeah. Andy Dalton. So, like, there's a lot of question marks in that division, and I think the only team that has an identity are going to be the Saints. 
Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's definitely fair. I, I respect the pick. You want to get to our playoff picks here to wrap it up? Dude, my playoff picks are hilarious. There's no way it's accurate, but I love it. Hey, let's let's hear it. Um, start off with the wild card for you. Yeah, so seven versus two is going to be the Ravens and the Chiefs in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll have the Chargers match up with the Jacksonville Jaguars yet again. And we'll have a little divisional matchup with the Bills and the Dolphins. Okay, let's let's hear it. What are the picks? I have obviously the Chiefs beating the Ravens. I think it'll be close. I think it's gonna be like a four or five point game. I think uh, I'll Chargers... get to that later. I'll get to that later on. Don't want to spoil anything, but I have something like that. Go ahead. I think the Chargers will get their revenge on Jacksonville. Um, I don't really have a reason for it. I just didn't want to pick the same teams to win again. So I picked mm-hmm. the Chargers to beat the Jags and then the Bills to beat the Dolphins. Nice. So for me in the AFC, I have the five seed, the New England Patriots, going to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm going to have the Patriots winning that game. I like game. that game. I like that game. That would be – ooh, would they play each other? I would love uh, – during the season? Dude, I, I will have to watch that. We do not play during the oh, season. Oh, man. That's going to be a good game. I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have that. A couple of young quarterbacks going against it, going against each other. I have the Patriots advancing, of course. Then we've got the six-seed Cincinnati Bengals going to Buffalo to play the three-seed Bills. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, but... I have the I have the Bills winning. I just okay. want Josh Allen to get one in this rivalry. I it's think it's not really a rivalry at this point, but no, I got I got the Bills, uh, Chiefs, and the Bengals in this like triangle rivalry. Okay. Of fire. Fire. Triangle of fire. But you know what? You know who wants to be in this triangle of fire? You know who wants to make it a square? The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, the two seed beat the seven seed Dolphins. Okay. So you have what the Bills, Pats, and Chiefs. And uh, yeah, we and we got the Pats going to Kansas City, and then we have the Bills and Ravens in the second round. Okay. Um, okay. Go I down. See. I have the five four matchup. I have the Cowboys playing the Lions. I uh, have the mm-hmm. Cowboys advancing. Okay. I think I think it'll just be like one of those where like the Lions are just happy to be there and kind of be shaken up in the beginning of the game. But I do think it's a close game. Yeah. Uh, then I have the Saints playing the Vikings. I think the Saints will beat Minnesota. Excuse me. Um, I think they'll just have the answer at this point in the season. And then... Two versus seven, I'll have the Eagles playing the Rams, and the Eagles skate by the Rams. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> you dying I'm there. kind of dying. <laughs> no, I have kind of a cold allergy thing going on right now, so I'm, I'm kind of dead inside. Close. Yeah, so <laughs> five versus four. I have the Giants taking on the Falcons. I have the Giants winning. I think it will actually be a pretty good game. A lot of running of the football. Saquon versus Bijan. I think it's going to be a good matchup, actually. 
Then I have the Cowboys versus the Lions in the same matchup, but hmm. I got Jared Goff. I got Jared Goff, baby. You know it. I have him advancing. Then I also have the 49ers and the Rams, and I have the 49ers advancing. I think we'll be close for a little bit, and then the Niners will kind of pull away. All right. Moving on to the divisional round, tell me if you've heard this story before. Two seed, four seed, Buffalo Bills going on the road to play at Arrowhead Stadium in the AFC divisional round. I have the best quarterback in football beating the Buffalo Bills just because they're that good. I don't know what else to say. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Who Who's the best quarterback? Patrick Mahomes. Wait, I've never heard of him. <laughs> I, I just think they're they're too star-powered for him. I think the Bills are going like, to come to that game like super hype, like this is our chance, this is our moment. Kind of like last year when they played the Bengals. They're like, this is all for us. It's a snow game. DeMar Hamlin's back, like in the stadium. Momentum's on our side, and they just get – they get beat. On the other side of the coin, I have the Bengals playing the San Diego, just kidding, Los Angeles Chargers um, in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's really good at home. I think they get the crowd behind them, hype for the matchup, and I think they beat the Chargers in a one-score game. Ooh, intriguing. Okay. Evan McPherson, yep. game-winning field goal. Nice. That would be fun. All right, so I have the Bills going to Baltimore. And I think it will be a heck of a game, Lamar versus Josh Allen. But like I said earlier, <laughs> I think something special is brewing up in Baltimore. I don't know why. I, I do know why. They're, they're a really good team, mm-hmm. and they added some receiving help. And I just think Lamar is going to have a special year this year. I have Baltimore advancing and one of the best games of the year. Like you said, in the last game, I think it's going to be a one-score game as well. Then I have the Patriots going to Arrowhead, and I think they'll hang around for a while. I think they'll make it actually a pretty good game. But I think I think we'll lose. I think we'll lose to the Chiefs. Mm, it sucks, I know. <laughs> I know. It, it does, man. But if we get there, if we make it to this, if we win one playoff game this year, I think that's a good building step for our future. Yep. Especially like losing to the Chiefs like that. Yeah. No, no, no shame in that. Um, exactly. Heading over to the EFC, AFC, the Eagles versus the Saints. I think the Eagles get it done. Jalen Hurts has his best game of his career, and then I have the <laughs> Niners stomping on the Cowboys. I think the Niners will blow them out of the water. I think the Niners are hungry after you know what happened at the end of last season, mm-hmm. how they just how it just unfolded. I think they. They kill the Cowboys. And I think the Cowboys cry and weep, and Dak Prescott considers retirement. Oh my gosh. That sounds kind of wonderful to me. <laughs> I don't even dislike Dak. I just hate the fans, the Cowboys. They're just so annoying. But uh, yeah, I think me and you, I think we were the same last year. I think we're big Niners fans, and yeah. I have the Niners and- beating Detroit. <laughs> We were big on the Niners last season in our podcast. Yeah, we were. And then they like, almost made they it hurt. too. They got hurt, and we're like, uh-oh, did we make a mistake? So, <laughs> and then we fast-forward yeah. the NFC Championship game. 
Yeah, I'm not saying they would have won if they had quarterbacks, but I think it would have been a really good game and not a blowout like what happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got the 49ers beating the Lions. I think the Lions actually give a pretty good effort, but it's not enough. Giants lose to the Eagles. Eh, I don't think it's going to be that close, honestly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a rematch, Eagles 49ers. So, conference championship round. This would be hilarious, but it probably won't happen. But we have two rematches. We have mm-hmm. Chiefs-Bengals and Niners-Eagles. But this year, the Chiefs have to travel to Paycor Stadium, Taylor Swift's stomping grounds, as she hosted a concert there at one point. Oh, my gosh. We have to talk about that a little bit at the end. So, I think... Chiefs go to Paycor, haul high and mighty, and then I think the Bengals beat the Chiefs. I think they, they get it done for the second time in the season. I think they get over that hump to go to the Super Bowl. Their young defense is looking feisty. Pat Mahomes just wants to go home, spend time with his lovely wife. Um, so he just decides, I'm not going to try that hard. And then we have the AFC, or the NFC, Niners-Eagles. And I think... The script goes a little differently with a healthy quarterback. I think the, e- or the Eagles lose. Jalen Hurts plays out of his mind, but just like the Super Bowl, doesn't get it done. I think the Niners advance to the Super Bowl for a Bengals-Niners rematch. Ooh. Just like I predicted last season. <laughs> I-, I love it. And let's go out to Arrowhead Stadium. To the Chiefs and the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Okay. This is... I was saying, I like something brewing in Baltimore this year. God, no. But... Okay. Is it hot enough? Is the coffee tasty enough? I don't know. I am (laughs) comparing this to coffee. But uh, I just keep saying brewing. So, anyways... The Baltimore Ravens have a last chance down by two points. They drive down the field. Lamar runs it. He slides. They down it. 30 seconds left. Lamar takes it back. Throws it out to Zay Flowers. What a cool name. They get it up to the 40-yard line. And Justin Tucker, one of the best football players of all time, goes out to kick it. A 60-yarder. The stadium's rocking back and forth. Andy Reid, timeout. They go to the huddle. They drink some Gatorade. What flavor you say? Orange. Blue. Oh. Orange Gatorade. Justin Tucker refuses the Gatorade. He says, watch this. He goes out there. He takes his steps back. He goes out to kick it. It blows in the air like so. If you're watching on, on the TV. <laughs> And it goes through. Baltimore goes to the Super Bowl. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Pretty inspirational, eh? <laughs> All right. In the NFC, I have the 49ers taking on the Eagles in a rematch. Brock Purdy is there this time. And he's looking pretty purdy. And he goes out there and... The flamethrower he is. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. But wait a minute. Jalen Hurts on the other side. He's also throwing touchdowns. 
And we go to a final drive. Down four. The 49ers score. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts drives it down the field. Last second field goal. Two great games on championship weekend. The kick from the Eagles kicker, who I forget his name. He misses it. 49ers to the Super Bowl. What? Niners. Wait, there's a flag. Hold on. Harbaugh? There's a flag. Ravens? Niners? Again? Candlestick Park? Yes. Ray Lewis is in attendance. Oh, so he... Okay. Yes. He's not out getting arrested again? No, no, no. No, destruction of justice. I was trying to think of a joke. I couldn't think of one. Yeah. Okay. So, the Super Bowl. Two teams I really, really like watching. I have the Baltimore Ravens versus the 49ers. And Brock, pretty beautiful, goes out there. Gives a great performance. So does Christian McCaffrey. So does Debo Samuel on the offensive end. The defense is really solid. But on the other end, Lamar is also exquisite. So is J.K. Dobbins. So is Zay Flowers. What a cool name. The defense is pretty good. And we go down to the last possession. And Brock Purdy looks up in the stands. Who does he see? He sees old Tommy Brady. He says, hey, Tom, watch this. Gives him a little tip of the cap. He throws it. And it's caught. By who else but Brandon Ayuk. And they get it down. The last couple <laughs> seconds. And as the crowd starts to cheer, old Robbie Gold goes out there. What an inspirational tale his his career has been. Goes out, kicks it through, and only leaving a mere 12 seconds for the Baltimore Ravens. Folks, that's not enough time. That's enough time for some things, but not for this. And the Baltimore Ravens do not have enough time, and they lose. Good job, Brock Purdy, Nick Bosa, and the 49ers. All right. I also have the 49ers in my Super Bowl. But your game is a little different than mine. Start off with two great minds in football. Kyle Shanahan and Lou. Coach Lou, defensive coordinator. Great adjustment maker. We saw this game two seasons ago in the playoffs. Not the playoffs. That wouldn't be possible. In the regular season. And it unfolds similarly without Jimmy G. First half. Great, great start by Brock Purdy in the Niners offense. Putting up 17 points. The Bengals, however, have two touchdowns to none other than T. Higgins. But Jamar Chase has 80 yards at this point. It is 14 to 17. Bengals receive the kickoff. Can I jump in real quick? One second. Yes. One second. Wait. Just want to add a little movie soundtrack. Go ahead. So Joe Burrow comes out the second half. He looks in the stands. Tom Brady's there because he's there in yours, and it's the same stadium. He looks up at Tom Brady. Instead of tipping the cap, he shows him his favorite bird. 
the middle finger. He says, remember when I dethroned you last season in the playoffs? Or not the playoffs. I keep doing this. Dethroned him in the regular season. Said, I'm the king now. He goes out there. Hands the ball off Joe Mixon. What's this? A flea flicker. Throws it deep to Jamar Chase for a touchdown. First play of the game. Or the second half. So now it is 21-17. to 17. And then it's a defensive stalemate the rest of the half. Until the last two drives. 49ers get it. Down four points. Okay. Brock Purdy's still in the game because he's a beast. Throws it to George Kittle. George Kittle breaks a tackle. Tackled at the 20. He's at the red zone. He drops back to pass. He throws it over. Then Cam Taylor Brett. Hits Debo Samuel on a crosser. Fumble. Picked up by Jermaine Pratt. And returned to the 50-yard line. Ball game. Three knees. They get out of there. Super Bowl champions. Super Bowl MVP, Joseph Burrow. And they bring one home to Cincinnati. Wow. That was inspirational. And only one thing can inspire me. Nice shot. We sports. <laughs> we sports. No, but seriously, I think it'll be a really close game if we get there. Um, I think Joseph Asai, who made a big mistake in last season's AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, the late hit out of bounds, I think he has a great season. I think he has an even better Super Bowl. I think he does get two tackles for loss and a forced fumble, but it'll be recovered because you can't get them all. Nice. I, I do like it. Do you have some awards to give out? Because I, I wrote down some awards. Like season awards? MVP, I believe, will go to Joseph Burrow because he'll be 14 and 3, best divi- or best record in divi- or the conference. Um, I'll do. What do you want me to do? MVP is Joe Burrow. What Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, because for some reason, the MVP can't be the offensive player of the year. Yeah, it's usually like a positional player. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I think the offensive player of the year. Oh, man, this might be a hot take. Comes out of the AFC. Comes out of the AFC South. Mm. Calvin Ridley, it's offensive player of the year. I kind of like it. Comes back, shows everyone who he is, and lights it up. Nice. I like it. I have Cooper Cup as my offense player of the year. I think he's going to have a really good season. And I, I for the Rams. disagree, but I do, I do think he does well. Yes. And then my MVP is none other than Lamar Jackson getting a second award. I think he's going to have a really good year this year with a couple, like, good receivers. I think he'll be really good. And, sorry, I interrupted you. Defense player of the year and coach of the year. Defensive player of the year. Ooh. I like that one. Um, it took me about 30 minutes to pick one. It was really a defensive hard. player of the year? I think the second place vote will be Miles Garrett. Yeah. But first place... Defensive player of the year. A guy that's really good on defense. This usually goes to a really elite cornerback or a really good edge rusher. Yep. I'm going to go 
with a player in the AFC North. I'm going to go with TJ Watt. Yeah, I've definitely debated him. I just, I didn't have the Steelers doing very well, so I feel like that was maybe going to hurt him, which it probably won't, honestly. But I have, excuse me, I have Aaron Donald. Yeah, that's good. I, I like just, I couldn't think of him. And I, cu- I couldn't pick who I wanted to win. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just pick a guy who's won it before and has debated as, like, one of the greatest defenders of all time. I'll just go Aaron Donald with the safe choice. Okay. Okay. Um, I think coach of the year goes to Kyle Shanahan. Yes. I respect that. I, I'm going to give it to John Harbaugh. Uh, tonight the Ravens are going to be really good this year. But I could also see it going to, what's his name, with the Lions. Oh, Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell. Yeah, I could see him getting it too. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah. Um, comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. Top two options, one and two, come from the same team. Same team. Okay. Second place vote. Is Aaron Donald. Comeback play of the year is Cooper Cup. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with one of those two, too, because I did not pick one. So those two sound good, too. I'll go with Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup? (laughs) Yeah. Offensive and come. I mean, it's possible, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. So I, I think it'll be a pretty good season. I hope the Patriots win it all, but, you know, we'll have to see. Hold on. We have to do um, Rookie of the Year's. Offensive oh, Rookie right, of the right, Year right. and Defensive it. Rookie of the Year. Um, who got drafted this year? <laughs> A lot of talented receivers. Mm. Oh, yeah. I like this one, dude. His name is Zay Flowers. <laughs> cool name. The Ravens are going ham right now. <laughs> I got Zay Flowers getting that Rookie of the Year. All right. My Rookie of the Year is going to go to Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's a good pick. Another Ohio State player gets it. Who's your uh, defensive player? My defensive Rookie of the Year. People are going to say Will Anderson. People are going to say Jalen Carter. And I'm not going to lie to you. Outside of those two and, like, Gonzalez and – that might be the only three defensive rookies I know. So I got to pick from one of those three. Unless there's another defensive player that's, like, really good that got drafted. So I'm going to go with – his team didn't do all that great. They finished last in their division. But we'll go ahead and give it to Gonzalez, cornerback. Patriots cornerback. Let's go, man. I certainly hope so. I think he's going to be pretty good. You know who I'm going to go with? Who are you going to go with? I'm going to go with the Patriots defensive player. Give me that guy, Marte Mapu, linebacker. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Where's he from? Sacramento State, baby. Okay. Not a real be. place, but okay. Um... No, I'm just kidding. I just really like his name. But I think he will be really good. Uh, give me Christian Gonzalez as well. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good. And 
I think the Pats defense as a whole is going to be awesome. So I'll go with him as well. I think he might get a lot of interceptions, which can help with the voting if he gets like five, six, seven of those. Like he could definitely be up there. Um, I also think Will Anderson should be a heavy favorite as well because he's going to get a ton of tackles on a pretty bad team. So, uh, yeah. Um, you want to rant about, or not rant, but just like kind of celebrate Ellie De La Cruz. Just shift to baseball quick. Uh, he's pretty, he's a pretty good ball player. Um, he's still second, third, and home on only two pitches. No, I, um, I put that game on for five minutes the other. I swear, five minutes. And that's that's when that happened. <laughs> my first five minutes watching this dude, I'm like, oh my god, he is unbelievable. Yeah, he's hitting over 300 since coming into the league. He's only played he's only played like 27 games or so, yeah. so not a huge sample size. Um, but I like what I see from him because he's really fast. But also with that, he likes to hustle. So like. If you're really fast and you hit the ball to third base, most of the time people are just going to jog it out. But he runs so hard that he makes you throw the ball. Sometimes he'll beat the throw. Sometimes he'll make the throw go wild. And sometimes he'll be out. But I think he's really good. I think it's our team's looking really promising right now. We have a lot of young talent. I think we have three or four players right now up for rookie of the year. So... I, yeah. I, um, I hope we can keep it rolling. Hope Elliot keeps going. Hope he gets better from the right side of the plate. Uh, but overall, man, he's he's a generational talent for this ball club. Yeah, and I think we need more guys like that. Just extremely fast power. Obviously, it's easier said than done to get more <laughs> of those dudes in the MLB. But um, guys like him, Cunha. Guys are just really exciting, have good personalities. I think that's what's going to save baseball in the long run. I Um, think I'm really excited for this trade deadline. There's a lot of pieces that need to be moved. Um, Apparently, Nolan Arenado might be on the move because I think the Cardinals said they'd be sellers at the deadline. Uh, I think it'll be really interesting how it shows out. Show Hey Otani. We'll see what happens with him. Are y'all going to trade for him and go all in? Because I've heard no. some rumblings. No. I've heard some rumblings. I wish, but, like, I think the problem with Cincinnati that our ownership knows is that we don't have the money to keep him. Oh, no. It would be, like, a one year. It would be, like, half a season. Thing. Yeah. So, I think we'd be better off not going for him. I think he'd yeah. be a great addition to the team. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to have him. But mm-hmm. I don't want to give up all of our prospects for, you know, a guy playing for three or four months for our team. But yeah. I think, I, I hope, that. I just, I don't care where he goes. It's just, I hope he doesn't go to the Dodgers or the Yankees. That's my only wish. I wouldn't mind if he goes to the Dodgers. I mean, I just, I love the Dodgers because they have a bunch of ex Red Sox on the team. So, like, they have, uh, what's his name? Mookie. They have JD. They used to have Price, but I think he's done now. They just got a bunch of ex-Red Sox players, so I love that team. But, um, yeah, um, I would like to see him. I would hate to see him on the Yankees, of course. I don't I don't know where I want him to go. Obviously the Red Sox, but we'll see about that. Um, what's the other thing? Is anyone going to beat the Braves? Because... 
I they seem pretty darn not all good that high on them. I think really they're a very good baseball team, but I think come postseason time, I think they'll kind of dwindle out. Um, I think when they won the World Series, they're kind of like that dark horse team, and I yeah. think that bodes well for a lot of people. But like when you're the favorite, everyone wants to beat you. I think we'll see them slow down the second half of the season. Um, I think they'll probably still end up being the one seed in the yeah. National League, but I don't think they'll win the World Series this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, they were my pick before the year, so I'm going to stick with them. But, yeah, like you're saying, just one bad series and you could be knocked out. But yeah. uh, I just think out of the teams here, they're not by far, but, like, they're so good. I got the pitching. Acuna's – I haven't even been that high on Acuna the last couple of years, but he's been insane this year. He's been so good. He's amazing, yeah. He's the clear MVP favorite in the NL. I wish I wish he didn't have quite as good as numbers because you could probably make a case for Luis Arise. Mm-hmm. Bro, I love him. I love a dude that can just hit the ball four out of ten times. Like, that is insane in yeah. this age of baseball. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then AL favorite for MVP has got to be Shohei. Like, it's gonna, it has to be him. He's so good. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think wow. baseball is getting really exciting now. I've been watching a lot more of it. Um, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good teams. Yeah, right now, definitely, like, definitely a lot of fun players to watch. I'm definitely gonna start watching because all the other sports are kind of done now, mm-hmm. except for a little bit of summer league here and a little bit of soccer coming up. But. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, most of the, I'm going to be watching a lot of movies. We'll have to do a podcast about, uh, I'm going to see Oppenheimer and Barbie next week. Dude, I am, I I'm cannot tell you how excited I am for that. We got to do a reaction pod to Oppenheimer, okay. and then we talk about Barbie too, because Barbie's like, I don't think it's, I think it'll be fine, but it's just, it's such a big, like, cultural thing right now as well, so get on those two movies and maybe a couple other ones. Yeah. for yeah. sure for sure awesome. i've been watching indiana jones movies um i've seen three and did you watch the new one i did yeah was it good i i gave it a three out of five okay and i don't know it's just it follows the same storyline i guess as indiana jones mm-hmm. um like all the other ones not as there's no booby traps in it though ah. so that kind of defeats the whole purpose but I don't know. It was good, but it was one of those where it's like, it wasn't great. Yeah, I kept. I'm like, I'm gonna go see it today, and I'm like, that two hour and like forty minutes, like little thing that I see online. I'm like, nah, that's too it's, long. It's about it. It's not slow. I'll say that. It's, it's not slow. Okay. No, it 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 goes. It moves. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm like, this is gonna be so long. And it's one of those movies, I'm not sure if I'm going to really like it. So, I will say, I watched Mission Impossible the other day, though. That was pretty long. It was, yeah. it was funny. It's, like, so, it's kind of dumb. Like, it's so unrealistic, but the stunts are so cool. Um, Tom Cruise is awesome, obviously. Like, very charismatic. That was a good one. I also saw, let me see, Past Lives. Early Oscar favorite, little love story action with uh, 
couple from I I forget where they were from exactly. So I don't want to butcher it. Somewhere in Asia, but the girl comes to the United States. The guy remembers her from like 25 years earlier. Goes to the U.S. and they like reconnect. But there's a bunch of complications with it. Like it's just a very very interesting story, and that was a good one. Asteroid City, you know, cool filmmaking, kind of no real purpose in the movie, which <laughs> I think the guy was going for, but it was, it was very interesting. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch The Bear on Hulu. The Bear. I've heard good things. It's so good. It's like, it's my favorite show in a long, long time. But nice. That's great. And yeah, we'll definitely hit on some stuff like that next pod because there's really no sports going on yeah hopefully movies keep coming out i mean it's been pretty good so far like this summer i've been pleasantly surprised with the movie selection yeah but you know the, the writer and at, now the actors are joining in the strike so we'll see how that affects uh future movies yeah we'll see i hope it doesn't last too long because uh we need some more movies like this year i think it's about to start to heat up because it's, it's got there a little bit with the last couple of releases, but it's been overall kind of kind of mellow, which it typically is until, like, the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we really need that. We need that Oppenheimer. We need that uh, the new DiCaprio movies coming out in the fall. You yeah. heard about that one? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I always forget the name of it. It's, like, the Western, like, Native American cowboy thing. <sighs> Sure it's called but it's him de Niro. it's gonna be really good i'm excited yeah. about that yeah. i am too all right all right definitely definitely thank you everyone for listening yeah. hope everyone has a fantastic day and buenos noches amigos bye guys thank you for watching slash listening